0: Episode 175 of Woo! the album. Aldo- wow. 175. Yeah. Of, of the Milestone, the
1: Aldo- everyone. Milestone.
0: It is a milestone. Yeah. Yeah. Go on. 175, still alive. Yeah. By Amen. Janet Ivanovich. Janet
1: Ivanovich. <laughs> so. Uh, no, it already has more content than a Janet Ivanovich title.
0: Yikes. Sorry. 20 seconds Sorry, in. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> we just lost everyone. Sorry, everyone. So.
1: Well, today is an exciting episode because it is our oh, 175th. Yeah. And we're celebrating with a special guest for a return visit. We have Bo Hutchings, uh-huh. uh, seen here a couple of weeks ago at the library <laughs> as the <laughs> Nutcracker Prince for yeah. the second year in a row. Uh, so while he was in town, we sat down and discussed uh, some, some Christmas fiction, which, yeah. as you know, I'm a connoisseur of Christmas fiction. So I, I took Eric and Bo along for a sweet holiday journey.
0: Cool. And
1: yeah. I don't want to give any spoilers, <laughs> but let's just say Pain we had caused. mixed results. So that's coming up a little bit later.
0: Um, for new listeners, we talk about book news, author news, and literary news. That's And right. also, I'm Eric Mickels. And I'm Nick Gunning. Yeah.
1: And uh, you can find us on soundcloud.com slash allthebooks. And you can always rate and review on iTunes. iTunes, a good yeah. idea. Yeah. Uh, you can talk to us on Twitter at All The Books Show. We always love to hear from you. And we're going to be asking your thoughts on Leanne Moriarty because that podcast is coming up in just yeah. a few
0: weeks. We also tend to stream over on Twitch under the All the Book Show, but that also means the videos later go up on r- our YouTube page. Yeah. So you can find the shows on YouTube. Basically, you can't escape. Yeah. And some...
1: all 175 episodes are there. All our many past Christmas on gems. What? soundcloud.com. Yes, SoundCloud on SoundCloud, weeks. yes. Not on YouTube. No, Somebody some got of a them are. bit hot but you behind. You got behind. A... No, I said some of us. Oh, oh, right. <laughs> I'm I'm just as equally to blame. All yeah. right. Well, we're going to start by taking a look at the old bookmarks, seeing what we've been reading, where Ooh. we are. Where our journey begins. Uh, so let me let also me happy Christmas Eve. Happy Christmas <laughs> Eve, everyone. I feel like I don't know. I feel like both December has been the longest month of my life. Mm-hmm. And also I like I can't believe that Christmas is already here.
0: Twenty eighteen has been very long. Amen. So, Amen, brother. Um yeah, you excited for twenty nineteen? I guess. Oh.
1: Unless it's just more of the same then
0: no. Maybe not. Yeah. Well what right. the the Avengers like The Avengers are ending as we know it. Yeah. It's true.
1: Uh, That's it. Yeah. That's how you get your life. No Jurassic Park movie coming out. That's sad. So,
0: but, no, I actually don't have any, oh, no, as I've been falling asleep lately, I've been dreaming of T-Rexes charging at me. That's great. It's pretty exciting. I'm glad (laughs) glad you're keeping the dream alive. Okay.
1: All right. Here's what I've been reading uh, since our last episode. I finished Man of Steel, the new Superman collection by- Buckle up. Brian Michael Bendis. Um Brian Michael Bendis, a very, very well-known comic book uh, author. Yeah. Some people like him. Some people don't. Eric tends to not like him. I was mm. very excited to read this Superman run. Uh, I thought it was just not great. It just yeah. just wasn't much to write home about. I sort of thought with the, with the hype and the lead up, mm-hmm. um, I thought it was kind of poised to be like, this is the next great right. Superman story. And it really just felt like... A retread from the 90s Yeah I don't know I'm Bendis tired is I'm a tired weird of choice. Krypton yeah. <laughs> I just It yeah. wasn't It wasn't very good And I'm very disappointed About yeah. that Because it's It's rough out there For a Superman fan right now mm. So Yeah My super bros And ladies mm-hmm. It's a rough time Yeah So I feel you I feel your pain Yeah I read that like just
0: but th- when they announced like I think we both kind of agreed it was a weird choice for it's Bendis. weird it's weird but because, because it's so
1: off the wall well, I kind of thought well maybe it'll work
0: well he's just he's just so used to like his best stuff is like with these down yeah. like these lower scaled heroes like street level heroes and he's very conversational yeah. with his dialogue and it just feels like. I don't know, like, if you were telling me Bendis is just doing a Daily Planet-centric yeah, Superman story, true. that would make sense. That does make sense. Hard-hitting, like, Lois Lane on the streets, right. and then some fun. Yeah, up I'm, in. I'm a little yeah.
1: tired of the, uh, the Superman with so many attachments,
0: too. Like, they've mm. got the
1: son, they're married, they've got, like,
0: it's just... Somebody's projecting right there.
1: No, I mean, <laughs> no it's just... I don't know. It just doesn't feel that fun. Yeah. So well, you know
0: what, man? Sometimes you get life, yes. and life means more responsibilities. But what you get is you get fun through the responsibilities. Yes. You get a sense of satisfaction I you don't that. just no. get from a party lifestyle. Wow. You know, Lamborghinis are nice, Huh. but you got a son. I think I've learned a lot. <laughs> I
1: think I've learned a lot, and so is Superman for them. Okay? <laughs> okay. The book looks good. I can say that. It's kind yeah. of good Who's art. the artist? Uh, it, there's several. There's oh, several. Good. Jim Lee does some. There's, there's yeah. a lot of different ones in there, though. I finished *Living Faith* by former President Mr. Jimmy Carter. <laughs> uh, this was pretty good. Yeah. I've been sort of reading this on and on, on and off over the last uh, couple months or so. It's basically okay. like it's a biography, but it's kind of like a spiritual biography. Hmm. You know, like how his faith has affected his yeah. decisions and that sort of thing. So it's an interesting yeah. read. I learned a lot about Jimmy Carter that I didn't know. Yeah. So. Okay. Uh, another book that I finished *The Christmas Jars* says that somebody makes the comment you're nuttier than Jimmy Carter's pantry, and I thought like first of all uh-huh. that's not a good joke, right? And second, if it is, it's like forty years out of date. Yeah, I mean I got it. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think the average Joe would get. Yeah, Jimmy Carter uh, was a peanut farmer. Everyone, yeah. so his pantry would be full of peanuts. Nutty. Yeah, yeah. nutty. Sure. So uh, that was probably the last yeah. this year. The last of my Christmas <laughs> books that was uh, Christmas Jars yeah. by Jason Wright. And this was a crazy book. I mean, its I guess it's more like a novella, but it feels like it's a treatment for a book that's three times as long because uh-huh. you're just like, there's an abandoned baby, a woman finds her, now she's grown up, uh-huh. now the adopted mother's dead, now she's moving on. It's just like boom, 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 right. boom. There's very little character development. It feels like it all takes place in the same 15 minutes. But the characters, when you step back and look at it, have gone through this huge emotional journey. hmm uh-huh. It's just, it didn't work. It didn't work as a book.
0: Sorry, man. Sorry. Yeah. You've had a rough Christmas read.
1: I know. Well, we'll go over that later. It's been a mixed bag. That's true. I also finished Disinherited. Uh, This is written by a Star Trek book. It's Uhura-centric. So uh, if you're watching the video, I got out my Uhura pop figure to demonstrate it. Fan-fan dance is less entertaining in book form. You're right. (laughs) It is. And then it she is. raised the fan up yeah, so and then is, down. <laughs> this is for a, a Star Trek book club that some buddies and I do. And it was a pretty good read. It's written by Peter David, Michael Jan Friedman, and Robert Greenberger. So I don't know why it took three authors oh. to write this book, but apparently it did. Uh, I liked it. I thought it was fine. It wasn't like a, you know, I wouldn't put it on a top 10 list of Star Trek books or anything, but right. I wouldn't put it on a bottom 10. So okay. I hope that's helpful to you in your lives. Yeah, uh, That's it for what I've been reading. Uh-huh. I am currently reading What Alice Forgot by Leanne Moriarty uh, we're starting a Leanne Moriarty book club in January the Endless Winter Book Club <laughs> and the first selection is What Alice Forgot so I'm reading that now in a couple of weeks uh, we're going to be doing a Leanne Moriarty centric uh, podcast so we'd love some input on that so if you're a Leanne Moriarty fan if you've read her books if you've seen the uh, mm-hmm. Adapted Miniseries anything like that uh, send us your thoughts you can find us on Facebook at David A. Howe Public Library or as I mentioned Twitter at mm-hmm. All The Books Show was it her
0: keys? Yes, actually. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. you solved it. Nick gets a lot of phone calls from me saying, hey, I locked myself out. I forgot my keys in (laughs) the house.
1: Sometimes you walk 15 miles because you (laughs) don't. That's it for me. That's it? that's it for me yeah i've got a stack of things i want to get to how's that uh i'm sure tomorrow i will add to that stack
0: how's that I teddy roosevelt book present.
1: oh yeah that's fine that's still in the background oh, yeah. that's very long so that's oh. been i'm kind of going back listening to a little segment reading a little segment mm-hmm. getting back to it once i got that is uh mornings on horseback david mccullough
0: he wasn't a peanut farmer right
1: he was not a peanut farmer his pantry was probably nutty though because he was an eccentric guy
0: yeah so full of bears yeah bears, he was the one that killed all the bears thing. right
1: I mean, he'd think he left a few alive,
0: but. You know. <laughs> and so then we named him after teddy bears. Yeah. Because he killed so many. Yeah, I think you got it. So I think all right, you figured it out. Hey guys, I'm James Ivory Garfunkel. Hmm, that's weird. I've killed a lot of elephants. Elephants. Okay, yeah, I got it now. Rhinos too. Yeah. <laughs> Bet you didn't know silverback gorillas full of ivory. Wow, I didn't know
1: that. <laughs> what about you? What have you been up to? <laughs>
0: uh, what have I been up to? I've been up to some stuff that's gonna make you as jelly as Great Babes' fridge. Okay. I'm ready. Because Grape Ape would have lots of grape 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 jelly. jelly.
1: That's (laughs) that's about as relevant as that Jimmy Carter joke.
0: Okay. Uh, No, nothing's going to make you jealous. Oh, okay. Uh, I started reading Legion, The Many Lives of Stephen Leeds. I skipped the first one because I've already... I had listened to it. Brandon Sanderson. By Brandon Sanderson. So I had already read Legion, or I listened to it on audio. And that was really good. That was like two hours. Uh, So I started a book, too. Uh, And so far, so good. Okay. I like it. So he... It's weird. The character... Has multiple personalities, but what it really is is that he sees other uh, he sees other people who aren't there, but those people represent things he remembers. Okay. So he basically he absorbs information. And they, the people, act as personified specialists, parts of his brain. Ooh. So he'll remember okay. historical facts. So he has a historian in his who will tell him. So the way, his brain is like compartmentalized with these facts. Hmm. So, but they're also different personalities. Okay. So he's trained in combat, but he can't. Re- but he has a personality that takes over to All do right. that. So anyway, it's interesting. And I also finally checked out Wonder and Refugee. Oh yeah, for the so I have to read those. Yeah, cool. brought them over. All right. Um, I didn't read any comics. I had a wow comic thing, but I did okay. see. I did see a movie. Oh okay, Hit that me. will make you jelly. Let me hear. I saw Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Oh my gosh, what? I haven't seen it. Yeah, I need to watch it. Um,
1: this is you know, this is a lot of things out right now. I want to see. Yeah, you want to see Bumblebee. I want to see Bumblebee. I want to see Aquaman. I want to see Spider Verse. I mm-hmm. want to see uh, Welcome to and Steve Carell one. Oh well, and I want to see what's the YA one mortal engines mortal engines oh okay mortal engines well yeah a lot of good stuff going on but anyway into the spider-verse let me have it
0: uh so into the spider-verse it's the animated one rated pg but i would say it's a slightly tougher pg yeah some somebody does get shot uh and killed wow um on screen there is a very uh there's a death that could traumatize some children Hmm. near the beginning okay um uh and the action that's good to know because yeah. i was actually kind of debating the, the action doesn't really pull any punches either oh. so i mean there there's some scary villains in this so
1: why is it
0: uh why is it you think they just wanted it to be pg i mean were they going for a PG i mean DC? i guess it's like it's no it's no like different level wise as like incredibles 2 mm. but this is better than incredibles 2 okay um
1: hey is your line cable still plugged in the connections getting kind of spotty here your line cable
0: yeah okay Yeah, it's fine. Sorry. What'd you do? Um, So anyways, uh, this takes place in a different reality where Miles Morales is just a regular kid. He gets bit by a spider. Right. Like Spider-Man. I've heard of that. Um, But then other spider people start entering his universe. That's cool. He gets a, like a schlubby passes <laughs> prime, Peter Parker. There's a spider. Gwen, there's some other characters. Um, Nick cage voices. One of them is very funny, but yeah, you know, it, that occurred to me mm-hmm. that Nick cage has now
1: played Superman and Spider-Man yes. in the same calendar year. Yeah. I mean, he's all done voice acting. Yeah. But, like, all in PG done, yeah. animated films. Yeah. yeah. But um, still,
0: but the movie's very good. It's very funny, but, uh it's also very exciting and has a lot of uh good action and great character moments I'm excited it's to see it. it's kind of like how lego batman it's kind of like a celebration of spider-man in the same mm-hmm. way lego batman was for batman except mm-hmm. into the spider-verse is probably more earnest okay uh if you know since it's not a lego movie right um and it's not a straight-up comedy but miles morales in it is very likable and he's cool. very cool nice. um i'm does, too- does donald Glover do any voices in it no, but there's a quick little... you got to keep your eyes open for some references. Okay. There's one that's layers. I had to explain it to my wife. I see. Okay. Um, I'm too old and set in my... I'm not old. But I'm too old and set in my ways to probably say... You're a little old. That Spider-Man 2 isn't my favorite Spider-Man film. Like I'm, It's probably going to be... I, I can't say Spider-Man 2 isn't my favorite. Okay. And I can't say really anything bad about the two first two Sam Raimi films. Yeah. But... I probably have to admit that Into the Spider Verse might be the best Spider Man movie. Wow. Yeah, I, you and I are on different levels with Homecoming. Yes. because um, I liked it and you loved it. I did love. But it. But I Into the Spider Verse did a lot more for me than that's cool. Um, and mainly because it does what a about lot. Venom. <laughs> Is this better than Venom? Yeah. Is it better than Venom? Yeah. Okay. There's just there, it has a moment where the music's swelling and like big things are happening. And, like, it's one of those moments where you want to stand up and go, like, yeah, let's do this. All of us. So, uh, and this, you have to say for the end credits, it's so good. <laughs> the okay. uh, the end credit scene. And the Stan Lee one almost made my wife cry. Well, sure. So, it's because it's good, but it's the first one since Stan Lee passed away. Yeah. And it's, like, specifically touching mm. because of what he says and everything with the fact that he's gone now. Right, yeah. So, it's, it has a... Uh, a are pretty good, hmm. yeah, but yes, highly recommend. So, anyway, great. I saw some really well, bad previews it on soon. it. I oh, I saw it. an Artemis Fowl preview during that Artemis oh. Fowl. Oh, right, yeah, Kenneth Branagh is making the movie. Weird. I get the kid looks very young, okay. so I don't think it's going to be something I want to go see. Okay. But it kept the books upstairs, I almost sent them down to the stacks. But with that oh, movie yeah. coming out, yeah, good thinking. So, it all might right, be worth getting some book cover or yeah. movie cover versions yeah. as well.
1: Those are always popular, yeah. But that's uh, shop talk, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay so you saw Into the Spider-Verse yeah anything else new starting any new games anything like that I just
0: played a bunch of like really short stuff Transistor which was very good and Fez which is very good mm. so I don't know I'm traveling okay. soon so it ain't gonna be no game so I'm gonna do a lot more reading I'm yeah. probably gonna read the last Witcher book which I over Christmas and just cool. have it all done and yeah. if I finish it that'll have been like just a year yeah oh of well, now the you have to yeah. now you have to yeah wow so that's the year of the Witcher That's I,
1: I guess that's quite an accomplishment yeah. season of the that. Witcher did you mm-hmm.
0: already say that Probably. I think you set point. it off, Mike. Another great yeah.
1: Nicolas Cage movie, though. Season of the Witch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, okay. All right. Let's take a look at some advanced notices. <gasps> so now we're moving into our book news segment, everyone. And boy, do I have a couple of doozies for you this time around. What? So we're starting with some advanced notices. Okay. Uh, these are books that are going to come to you in March. So you're gonna, if these really wet your whistle for a good read, you're going to yeah. have to find something else in between now and then. Because uh you got till march let me ask you this before i do this though okay did you buy a lot of books as presents this year i I did i did
0: to answer my own question i don't think so really did you buy me a book i bought a few did i buy you a book i don't know i can't tell you you haven't opened your present yet all right all right so
1: well i bought a lot of uh books and i am anticipating getting a lot of books yeah uh, for Christmas as well. So yeah. my Goodreads to read list is going to be like... Mm-hmm. Anyway, coming to you in March in large print. Check it no. Book number five in the Black Dog Bay series in Dog We Trust.
0: Look at those little golden retrievers right. in a basket. I know.
1: Oh my uh, gosh. That's what
0: happened to me at Into the Spider-Verse. There was what? a commercial for a really bad Oh no. Uh, looking dog movie. I can't. But it, I, I might have started choking up during the preview. Mm. So I'm like, geez. Yeah, stay I, away all from right. So maybe I am getting old. Stay away from that movie. <laughs> all right. Uh, yes.
1: This is written by Beth Kendrick. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, t- the cover says it all. You got three golden retriever puppies in a basket, and they got a blue ribbon. Yeah. Nice. Good job, puppies. When everything <laughs> has gone to the dogs. Oh, nice. When Jocelyn Hillier is named legal guardian of the late Mr. Allardyce's pack of pedigree Labrador retrievers. Oh, pedigree. Snobby. Labrador retrievers. Yeah. Not golden. Her world is flipped upside down like Fresh Prince. Mm. She spent her entire life toiling in the tourism industry in Black Dog Bay and never expected to be living in the pampered life of a seasonal resident in an Oceanside mansion complete with a generous stipend. But her new role isn't without its challenges. The dogs, although lovable, are more high maintenance than any Hollywood diva. The man she wants to marry breaks her heart, and she's confronted at every turn by her late benefactor's estranged son, Liam, who thinks he's entitled to the inheritance left to the dogs. I'm going to stop right there Mm -hmm. and say that this is a plot to the Disney film, The Aristocats.
0: Did the cats get an inheritance? Yeah,
1: the cats get the inheritance. Oh. And the butler's trying to.
0: I don't remember that. Yeah. So.
1: I wouldn't say Aristocats is top tier Disney. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oliver and Company is a stronger film. I agree. So.
1: I agree. Young Joey Lawrence.
0: Yeah. Yeah. As who? Oliver. Oliver, yeah.
1: But you got Billy Joel, you got Bette Midler, you got Mm -hmm. Cheech Marin. I mean, (laughs) good cast. Yeah, you can write your own check there. It's a good cast, but I digress. In Dog We Trust by Beth Kendrick coming out in large print in March. Cool. Next Mm. from Harlan Coben, we have A Perfect Family... Oh, sorry. Runaway by Harlan Coben. A Perfect Family is Shattered in Runaway, the new thriller from the master of domestic suspense. Mm. Harlan Coben. Uh, You've lost your daughter. She's addicted to drugs and to an abusive boyfriend, and she's made it clear that she doesn't want to be found. Then by chance, you see her playing guitar in Central Park, but she's not the girl you remember. This woman is living on the edge, frightened and clearly in trouble. You don't stop to think. You approach her, beg her to come home. She runs. And you do the only thing a parent can do. You follow her into a dark and dangerous world you never knew existed. (laughs) Before you know it, both your family and your life are on the line. And in order to protect your daughter from the evils of that world, you must face them head on. Yeah. It's the only thing I I could do. Sounds intense. I read a couple Harlan Coben books. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of the the Balatar series. Mm-hmm. He's got Mickey Balatar and Myron Balatar. One's an adult yeah. series. One's a YA series. Yeah, his
0: story arc in Battlestar Galactica He's doesn't like really get a payoff.
1: <laughs> He's a sports agent who like solves mysteries. I just mm-hmm. I don't enjoy it. So
0: instead of show me the money, <laughs> he says show me the murder. Yeah. Okay. You got
1: it. But I, <laughs> I did like, uh, I read a standalone of his called, I think, Miracle Cure, uh-huh. I believe it was, which I loved, which I thought was great. Yeah, Miracle Cure. <laughs> uh, very good. I, I highly recommend that book. And uh, Runaway, again, is coming out in March. So Harlan Copen fans, mm-hmm. try Miracle Cure for now. Runaway, uh, <laughs> Runaway. This last one I, just cracks me up. It cracks me up. This is uh, by Katherine Coulter and <laughs> J.T. Ellison. And the series is called A Brit in the FBI. Uh-huh, right. It's book yeah, number that six in the A Brit in the FBI series. Yep. I just love it. Yeah. It just, it seems like they're like, so Catherine, JT, you know, mm-hmm. we need a new series, we need a character, and they, like, are not prepared. Mm-hmm. It's sort of just like, uh, FBI. Yeah, okay. But uh-huh. we need a little uh, a Brit in the FBI. Yeah. In fact, that's the name of the series. Yeah. There's been six of these, so I guess I should stop making fun of <laughs> it. I guess it's working. Yeah. From New York Times bestselling authors Catherine Coulter and J.T. Allison comes a, riveting, thrilling th- really, um, a mm-hmm. riveting thriller pitting special agents Nicholas Drummond and Michaela Kane against a private French space agency that has Ooh. the power to end the world as we know it.
0: Does the FBI have jurisdiction in, in space? space? I
1: don't know. I think that's the Space Force, but I'm not sure. <laughs> that is coming out in March. And, you know, space. Okay. Space. All right. Let's take a look at the old New York Times bestseller list. What do you want to do today? You want to do young adult. Young adult. Yeah, all right, let's do it. Let's see. Let me get this. L- let, let me, me hear what open. we got.
0: Um, the young adult list notoriously doesn't move very much. No, so I'm yeah. curious. It's been a while since we've checked yeah. in. But if if people find out you not you're not reading Turtles all the way down, you yeah. get beat up in the Seriously. halls. What up, nerd? You haven't I'm, read Turtles all the I'm way just down say right now. Uh huh. Turtles all the way down. And hate you give. Still on the list. Still on the list. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm, let's see.
1: Yeah. What do you, What do you say?
0: Uh. Number 10, mm. What If It's Us by Becky Albert- oh, boy. Albertelli okay. and Adam Silvari- Silvara. Oh, I'm just going to lie down. I'm just going to go. Sorry, man. Uh, Keep your head Arthur up. and Ben meet cute at the post office, but w- what will become of them? Will they get their stamps? I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, so that's at number 10. Sorry, I lost the list again, and that's the hardcover fiction, so that doesn't count. I mean, I guess some of these YA ones are hardcover. Yes. not here, Neither here nor there. Uh, number nine, Girls of Paper and Fire by Natasha Negan. And, oh, it's a Jimmy Patterson Presents. Yeah, Jimmy P. Yeah, Jimmy P. Presents. Uh, Leah, or Lee, is forced to be a concubine for the king of the hidden palace. Oh, yeah, we talked about this. Yeah, we did, because it well, was...
1: Equally surprised this time when you said concubine. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And just come right up surprises us. Uh, yeah. All right. So this one, uh, Five Feet Apart by Rachel Lip- Lippincott with Mike Dotty and Tobias Iconis. Uh, five feet apart. Stella and Will are in love, but they can't get within five feet of each other. My wife and I saw a preview for this movie that's coming out. There's a movie based on this? Yes. Oh. Uh, what movie would we have seen? It wasn't Spider-Man. Huh. Well, anyways, uh, they have, uh, they have a, they're sick, and I can't remember what they have, mm. but they can't be around each other who have it. Oh, um, so similar thing happened to
1: Clark and Lana on the WB series Smallville.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. All right. That's all. Oh, it, I think it was at a uh, Fantastic Beasts. We saw this trailer. Oh. So yes, this is. Bec- it's uh, what's the Cole kid from uh, your show at Riverdale? Cole, Cole Sprouse? Cole Sprouse is in it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's like, they can only be five feet apart, so they're like always lingering, but they're like, they got a measuring tape out and oh, glances. That sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, number seven. Turtles All the Way Down by John Green. Asa and Daisy investigate a mystery with a reward of $100,000. What? Yeah, I'd investigate that mystery too. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. pay off my college loans. Number uh, Number six. Children of Blood and Bone by Tommy Adam. Oh boy, I'm just—it's
1: okay, man. (laughs) You can do it.
0: Tommy (laughs) Adiyami power through it. Zale fights to restore magic of the land of Orisha. So, uh, that's at number six. Brandon Sanderson is at number five. Skyward. Uh, a young girl wants to become a fighter pilot, but will her father's reputation stand in her way? Uh, I read Brandon Sanderson's like State of Sanderson, where he talks about the stuff he's working on for 2019 and everything, and he's working on the sequel. It's done. It should be out in October next year. That's exciting. So if you like Skyward, uh, next one's a-coming. Uh, number four, Bridge of Clay by Marcus Zu- Zusak. Zusak? That sounds mm-hmm. right. The Family Saga of the Dunbar Brothers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. number three. I can't believe how long this one has stayed here. One of us is lying.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh, I said lying We've been making that yeah. joke for a long one time. One of us is lying by Karen m McManus. Wait, hold on, hold on. Uh huh.
1: Are you lying? That this isn't and that one is not on the list anymore.
0: I don't know. <sighs> one of us is lying. That's yeah, for sure. If you you're not. Then I'm lying. Yeah. For five students, a detour into detention ends in murder. Right. Uh, 68 weeks on the <laughs> list. Pretty good. So. Pretty good. And James Patterson's name is nowhere to be found. Huh. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. So number two is Dear Evan Hansen, the novel by Val Emmerich with Steve Levinson, Benj Pasak, and Justin Paul. When one of Evan's letters to himself is accidentally found on a suicide victim, the victim's family assumes that he was a close friend. Uh, this is a popular stage show that just went on tour mm-hmm. like around the same time yeah. this book came out. So, and then surprising no one especially nick number one is the hate you give by angie thomas so we had a lot of people uh enter for the raffle for this and uh dear martin so that was good the movie came out in october so i guess we still have like another month before it's on dvd
1: i thought the movie was going to be a thing too but it sort of
0: it well it's it's yes it has been less popular than the yeah do yourself a favor if you want to respect humanity do not read the uh Rotten Tomato user reviews. Oh, yeah, yeah, I did that. I'm like, no, nope. I, c- I could pass. Yeah, on that. um, and then, yeah, that's it. That, that was number, it. One. <laughs> number one. <laughs> I'm staring, like, what's happening? Okay, yeah, my brain well, shut down a little bit there. Uh,
1: that's all right. It's main segment time, man. Let's uh, <laughs> let's start talking Christmas now. Uh, as as everybody knows, and as I've mentioned many times over the last several weeks, Christmas books are my jam. I always enjoy a good Christmas book. Oh yeah, and. This year has been an exceptionally fun Christmas in uh-huh. regards to Christmas books because we've got to interview two of my favorite Christmas authors. So if yeah. you happen to miss those episodes, folks, go back to episode 172. Here our chat with Greg Kincaid, uh-huh. author of A uh, Dog Named Christmas, Christmas with Tucker. Uh-huh. Uh, the latest one is Noel.
2: Uh-huh.
1: And then just last episode, episode 174, we had a nice chat with Donna Van Leer, yeah. author of Christmas Shoes and many others. Uh, yes. So good times. Here are the Christmas books, and I'm not counting the legions of children's books that i've read to my son that are christmas books oh though
0: i do want to call you out you gave five stars to uh harold's purple crayon christmas book
1: yeah you don't like harold in the purple crayon
0: i love harold in the purple crayon that christmas one drove me insane i I read that to your son and i'm like oh boy
1: my son really likes anything by that author okay likes the carrot seed he likes all Mm. Harold books i thought it was good
0: okay weird i kept he's like yep he drew a christmas tree Yep, he drew some presents. Yeah. Yep. Harold knows what Christmas looks like. Right. <laughs>
1: okay. So here are the books that I read All this right. year. They are as follows mm-hmm. Santa Claude by Rita Mae Brown and mm-hmm. Sneaky Bry Brown. But he can't will, talk about that. We it's will in a be few talking minutes. about in just a minute. Uh Noel by Greg Kinkate. Again, episode 172. Check it out. Sometimes I lie by Alice Feeney.
0: I didn't realize this was a Christmas book.
1: Yeah, this one is it's a thriller. Uh, I, I reviewed this a few weeks back. It's a thriller in the vein of the, uh, you know, the, the woman in Cabin 10. Huh. Uh, That's a Christmas what's book. What's the other one? I don't I know. I can't think. West oh, the, the Girl in the Train. Gone that, Girl? That sort of thing. Yeah. It's that kind of thing. It's It takes place on Christmas. It's all kind of around Christmas. People like being together at Christmas. Mm-hmm. That said, it is not a Christmassy book. Okay. So... It's kind of, it's like diehard in that sense. Oh. You've got Christmas as a backdrop, uh-huh. but it's not particularly Christmasy. So don't read that to get in the Christmas mood. Mr. Dickens and His Carol by Samantha Silva. Uh-huh. Now we featured this one last year. Uh, in you our said
0: Danielle. Or Daniel, but this is Samantha. Did I say Daniel? I think you did. Um, I don't think Maybe, I maybe if we listen back, you didn't. So. And I heard
1: it. Samantha Silva. Yeah, uh, we featured this one last year in our like best uh, modern Christmas books, uh-huh. and we read this one for a book club this year with the Contemporary Classics Book Club. The book club really enjoyed it. It didn't really do a ton for me. Mm. You know, Dickens is kind of a surly character, and um, it wasn't. It wasn't that it was bad. It just didn't really do much for me and was very not Christmassy because <laughs> Dickens was pretty unpleasant throughout the whole thing. Right. Uh, it was a relatively quick quick read, so do with that what you will. Okay. And Christmas Jars by Jason Wright, which, again, weird. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to have to give it to Noel by Greg Kincaid. Who's the, the, the best, winner? The best Christmas okay. book that I read this year. I very much enjoyed that. Uh, mm-hmm. It's kind of a capstone on that whole series. But right. I think you could read it alone if you wanted to just pick it up and read it. You should be fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's that's what I've been reading now. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I like to share things with my friends. Yeah, you do. So I pulled in Eric and uh, my old friend Bo. Bo and I have been friends since we were teenagers mm-hmm. um, and we all read some books. So uh, let let's uh, let's roll that. Joining us for our first annual... First annual, Eric, do you want to commit to doing this every single year No, right now? I do not. Okay, Eric's on the fence, <laughs> so we'll come back to that. Yeah. But joining us for our first annual uh, Chris, Christmas cozy... You said annual, yeah. Goofy... Well, we we don't have to decide right okay. now. So we'll decide next year when we All do right. it again. What? <laughs> but our first annual oh, no. Christmas cozy, goofy mystery book club. And sure, Eric and I could just do this by ourselves, but we thought... While we have the Nutcracker in town, mm-hmm. we might as well have Mr. Bo Hutchings join us himself. Bo, welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hit him in the face with the microphone, everybody. Oh, boy. <laughs> I chipped a tooth. Jeez. <laughs> right. Was that a meat cute? Let you, I'll let you do it. <laughs> I don't need my teeth. You anymore. want me to say it again?
0: <laughs> <laughs> do I want you to? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, go ahead. All right.
1: So joining us, our special guest, Bo Hutchings, the Nutcracker himself, Bo. Hey guys, thanks for having me back. Second year.
2: Did you do anything to prepare uh, emotionally to to come back on the podcast? Um, No, I think I just kind of am as ready as I'm ever going to be. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, I can respect that. I can respect that.
0: No matter running on a beach is going to prepare you. Yeah, you're right. So
2: So, uh, we always do a
1: cozy Christmas mystery for the Page Turners Book Club. And this year I settled on uh, Rita Mae Brown and uh, co-written by her cat Sneaky Pie Brown the uh the mystery santa claude so that's what the book club (laughs) did and eric and i got to talking and well maybe it was just me but i thought it would be fun if we all read uh, a goofy christmas mystery Mm -hmm. and Bo was in on it too so we're gonna just kick it off by telling you what book we read uh telling a little bit about the synopsis and then we'll really get into discussing these
2: books a la book report slash book club Bo, do you want to kick us off yeah, absolutely. So I read Snow Way Out. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right, kitschy. Um, by Christine Husum, do you think? Husum, H U S O M? Yeah, that's a name. Um, and it was um, directed to me by you because okay. you thought it had a fun name, and I agreed. <laughs> and turns out that it is more of a uh, Halloween time story. Huh. Yeah, it's sort of misleading. Um, Clever. Yeah, so it was... Um, it had kind of a Christmas theme in the sense that it was yeah. snow globe centric, okay. and it says here a snow globe shop mystery because ah, every small town has a yeah. snow globe shop. That's true, yeah. So that's like the center of the action, pretty okay. much. It's a nightmare but.
0: before Christmas
2: situation here. Yeah, it can so, go either way, yeah. but um, it was definitely um, didn't go past Halloween. Okay.
0: Oh, oh, it didn't even
1: get into the Christmas season. Uh, no.
2: <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. So uh, mine, as I
1: mentioned, what was set a little bit more Christmas. That's so interesting. I. I mean, I guess we can get into this in a minute, but the uh, the cover and the marketing of that book clearly wants you to think it's Christmas. Okay. Uh, mine is uh, Santa Claude by mm-hmm. Rita Mae Brown. It's Sneaky Pie Brown, her cat, yeah. who writes with her. Um, this is, this is a long running series. This is about book 20, I think. I don't have it right in front of me, but, oh no, it's number 17. Number 17 in the, uh, Rita Mae Brown, Sneaky Pie Brown series. This was not a great read. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'll tell you some of the things I liked about it. It has illustrations every (laughs) once in a while get a pictures of some cats cool uh in in the basic plot is not one that i would have expected in a cozy mystery so i guess i got to give it up to rita Mae brown and sneaky pie brown for uh uh surprising me but the plot is basically a an order of monks uh set up a, a hospice home for uh people who have aids and it moves into a small town and the small town is not happy that this hospice home is moving into their small town. Uh-huh. Okay. And then one by one the monks start getting killed off. All wow. right? So enter our hero, Mrs. Murphy, and her cat and and her several cats Ooh. who have dialogue. There's scenes where it's only the animals talking to each other. Is this like a uh, snow dog
0: situation? It is. It is.
1: Yeah. It's (laughs) not at all like sometimes, you know, you kind of get the inner monologue of an Mm -hmm. animal. Like he's concerned. He's worried. No, this was full out like dialogue between like cats and horses and things Mm -hmm. and the cats are trying to figure out the mystery the cats rescue some people occasionally right uh and i guess (laughs) i won't give away the ending okay but a lot hinges on the fluid sexuality of many characters huh so okay again surprising for for a a
0: christmas cozy yeah what about you mine was a piece of garbage <laughs> okay i read joanne flukes christmas cake murder uh th- so this is book 23 but it's also a prequel to the whole series oh <laughs> which means there's no mystery uh oh. the characters are not where they're supposed to be like they're like maybe i will open up a cake sh-. i guess one of them opens up a cake shop okay. they're all supposed to be young but they all refer to their mom as mother and like to each other like huh. mother would most like Man, this doesn't sound good. uh everybody sounds like a grandmother a- and uh the mystery is that there's a murder in this book, but the murder is in a journal that they're reading that happened 50 years ago and it happened off-screen of the journal. Like somebody was like, "Oh no, he's been he was murdered in a different city than I am. Now I'll have to make do with the money I have." So it's not even really a murder. Oh. Like they get solved. Anyway. Okay, so <laughs> so yours was uh-huh. not a mystery. No. And yours was
1: not Christmas correct yeah okay so <laughs> Stars already... wasn't cozy yeah <laughs> <laughs> i guess not so so this is a real strong start yeah. for ours <laughs> yeah mine um, came with recipes oh it did yes mine didn't mine just came with illustrations boz oh, did yeah. you come with a make your own snow
2: globe yes mine did come with the instructions to ah. make a snow globe it was the last like 10 pages oh is it okay really that complicated to make a snow globe wait is that true no it was like two or three pages but too long but okay. it actually has instructions on how to make a snow globe Yes, it does. Yeah, wow. yeah. Uh, You didn't really tell us much about the plot. You want you want to give us a little bit of that? Sure, sure, sure. So it centers around this girl, um, Cami Cameron Brooks, who's just moved back to the small town in Minnesota okay. from um, Washington D.C., where she was involved in kind of a scandal of sorts. So she's trying to restart her life in her hometown. <laughs> she takes over her parents' uh, snow globe shop, of course. Yeah, and they just opened up a coffee shop. As attached to it, so it kind of reminds me of this um, shop that Nick and I grew up near called Serendipity, kind of like a you know an yeah. all all inclusive sort of kitschy store. She stumbles upon a um, murder scene in mm-hmm. her park one day after she um, hosts a snow globe making class. <laughs> Yeah. So that's kind of where that um, snow globe um, theme starts off as we're making snow globes. (laughs) It's in a snow globe shop. And then before she stumbles upon the murder, she sees a scene depicted on the front page of this book of a man sitting on a bench. And she finds this man (laughs) in the park right after she sees the snow globe. And then how it all ties together in the end and wraps up in a kind of weakish sort of uh, climax but um, it's it's interesting because it is a murder mystery so you have like five or six suspects you're on the road with, or on the journey with her and um, it was sort of surprising to me at the end I'd have to say who the murderer actually is but it, it they are a central character okay yeah all right well yeah. I mean that's interesting yeah. I mean it
1: sounds interesting seeing the seeing the snow globe guy and then seeing the actual mm-hmm. guy yeah um, well, okay. So let's talk a little bit. I mean, Eric's already said that this was. What did you? What word did you describe it as? A Piece of garbage. A piece of garbage. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Mine, I think, was just kind of, uh, kind of a nothing. Like, Wait,
0: it, yours has so much plot. No, I to know. It. I <laughs>
1: know that it does. I know that it does. And it's, it's. It was interesting in that regard because I really like did not see the things that were happening coming. I was like, "Wait, what? Like, we're this okay?" You had Stephen Um, King's Christmas. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I really. I think that the real weakness was like the talking animals because (laughs) (laughs) it just didn't really like. Like, I totally would have bought that the animals are like clued in and they're doing things and maybe Mm you leave it like a little ambiguous whether or not. But just having whole chapters.
2: Was it kind of like a "Look Who's Talking" sort of scenario where they're in one Dalmatians? where they're hearing each other's thoughts? Or are they yeah. actually talking with voices? Oh yeah,
0: yeah. I have to. Well, is you it know, thought speakers. I know. Real you speak? know what? I need to. Maybe I just need to look and see. Like when the dog is talking to another dog, does a person hear it as ruff ruff ruff? Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I've gotta say, I think. I think that
1: it's maybe that they're just hearing it because okay. it is in italics whenever the animals talk. That's thoughts, rather than yeah. just like standard uh, dialogue. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> yeah, but it just wasn't the right kind of uh, dialogue. I think mm-hmm. you know it was just it was so much. Like you yeah. really going into this series you have to know that uh, that the main characters really are uh the animals and i guess that's got to be sneaky pie brown's uh contribution yeah. i think
0: yeah. <laughs> to the overall yeah. the overall narrative you don't think that was rita Mae and sneaky pies like no they're dealing with aids yeah we have a bunch of monks being yeah. killed yeah. off and yeah. she's like that's kind of that's kind of rough sneaky yeah. Pie."
1: yeah well it really i mean i think the subject matter and like yeah. the whole like just the town not liking that this was... It was just a lot of things yeah. happening. It was yeah. very heavy.
2: Where does it take place? Uh,
1: f- fictional. It wasn't a real place. No. I, I can't remember where it actually... Mm. What the cutesy name of it is. Yeah. But Whiskersville USA. It was, yeah, that's it's something like that. Something like <laughs> that. Uh, so it was... I think the mystery was cool. satisfying. Like when you huh. know the resolution, it's kind of one of those ones where... It's almost like you needed you needed information about the characters that you never really got. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that you could have without making like a really huge leap. I don't think that you
2: would have like got this mystery and usually I don't like that when you yeah. can't when you can't actually follow the mystery. So you said all these monks are dying. Yeah. Do they have distinguishable characteristics or are they all just kind of one bland version of each other? Is it I mean and <laughs> is it only monks yeah. getting killed?
1: Yeah. Uh, it it starts with monks getting one's killed. One's the very sleepy monk. Well, <laughs> one's the bashful monk. You're not. You're
2: not wrong. I uh, mean, I one.
1: One. There was like one who was like super big. Yeah. And one who like had this certain like he was really good with the kitchen stuff. So yeah. like, there were. It was focused really on like three. <laughs> there were three main monks. Okay? okay. And then when people start sort of figuring it out, mm-hmm. uh, Mrs. Murphy, who's like the primary character, right. uh, they're trying to kill her. But luckily, animals are around. Mm. I, mean, I don't think it's any spoiler to say that the main character of a 17-book series survives. So she does. Yeah, yeah, I know Bo is pins and needles over yeah. here.
0: Uh, so she does survive. Yeah. Um, is there a scene where, like, the cat rides a horse to go save somebody?
1: Yeah. Is there really? Basically, uh, yeah. Oh. yeah it, things, things happen in a barn, and they're like, we got to get her out of this barn. Uh-huh. So they're getting, like, all the other animals together. and right. But... <laughs> that's you know if this was like a really goofy like yeah. light kind of mystery yeah i think that would have worked a little bit more right. but when you have like a serial killer yeah. like killing monks it's just weird to then have a scene where whisker's just like i like my milk warm
2: you know was it was it a comedic relief kind of effect or was it seriously riding on this horse to seriously capture this person no
1: that's the thing i don't think that it really was meant to be like the animal scenes are goofy and funny i think you're just supposed to read the animal characters like serious real yeah like primary (laughs) i know characters so it's the weird juxtaposition i think of the heavy
2: plot and Mm -hmm. the like Animal centric, yeah. like almost like fable like, yeah. uh with animals hanging out. Now forgive me. I don't know much about this author or her um, series, but <laughs> is it always this character and her cat in every story? And how um how can that work every <laughs> single <laughs> yeah. book? So uh well Rita, Rita Mae
1: Brown has uh, she does standalones, so she does other series. Any any that are a Miss Murphy mystery uh-huh. do follow the same main character. Yeah. Oh, okay. So uh, as to how it will work, mm-hmm. um, I would argue that it did not, but hmm. it is still a pretty popular <laughs> series, so I think it's just one of those things you yeah. know if you if you I, I have to imagine too like if this I would sneaky
0: pie is dealing with the me too yeah, movement. right right,
1: exactly. I have to think that if I were to pick up like, any of the first three books, uh-huh. totally, it probably would have made a little bit more sense. Like the, I imagine right. the first books in this series would almost have to be a little like lighter and goofier right. to make that work. And then mm. it's probably just got to a point where, you, you know, know <laughs> her writing her interests have evolved. What year was it written? Oh, good question. Isn't yours not new? No, mine is two thousand eight. Oh. Mine's yeah. brand new, brand yeah, yours new. Is, well, you know Joanne Fluke is is pretty popular, and they're yeah. not hers are not all Christmas, and neither is Rita Mae Brown. Mm. Um, and I've actually I've almost put one on the uh, the book list mm. before. She has a very loyal and dedicated fan base.
0: Yeah. Um, My guess is like everyone the- who moved on from the boxcar children like moved on to this it's too bad that you're that the whole like prequel thing
1: happened because i think usually it is a little bit more Mm. i think they're very very light from what i've read they're very light Uh, but uh i think it is more usually a more traditional kind of mystery mm -hmm. so
0: can you tell a little more about it uh so the mom dolores again this is eric's talking about christmas cake murder christmas cake murder the mom's husband has passed away. So her three daughters, who are all young, but refer to her as mother and speak like they're in Victorian England, Mm. uh, need to find a way to get her out of her funk. So they have her help a character uh, who needs help. Also, the grandmother's on scene too, and the grandmother sounds just as young as the others. Okay. Uh, So they all sound the same. Um, This character they're helping is never really on on page. Anyway, they're going to put together a Christmas cake parade... Okay. And that that's all there is for 260 something pages. Okay. It's just them going back and forth like how will where will we put the cakes? Oh, I know a person who has a fridge. Oh, good. We'll use his fridge. Yeah, he has a nice fridge. I like my fridge. Like that Do- kind of situation. <laughs> Listen, okay. Every almost this, every other This is book
1: number 23. Let yes. me mention in the Hannah Swenson series, yeah. this is book 23 as Eric said, it's a, it's a prequel.
0: Every every other chapter or so. It ends with them being like, I've made this uh, great cookie meal, and they're like, Oh, really? I'd love to try it. And then there's the recipe for the cookie meal. And then the the next page is all about the description of how they liked that cookie meal. So it's just like, look, so they just they just sat down, and they're like, oh, let's let's sit down and try this meal. It's called Melt in Your Mouth Pork Roast. And there's a whole recipe. And then chapter
2: eight starts.
0: That was a wonderful meal, Hannah. Dolores complimented Hannah.
2: Duh. I love pork. Do you want it? I feel like it would take me forever to read this book because I would read these recipes and be like, oh, I got to try yeah, that. Maybe. I would get up, make them, and then forget about the rest of the book. Maybe. Are you a big cook? Um, no, but I'm a big cookie fan. Uh, oh, yeah. That was a wonderful
0: meal, Hannah, Dolores complimented Hannah. I love pork and your roast was so nice and tender. And the peppers added a lot, Lisa said. I love the mushrooms yeah. and pepper gravy, Michelle added her praise. I had two helpings of mashed potatoes and gravy, and I've never had more than one. I- I, I will say, in Joanne
1: Fluke's defense, uh-huh. a, a lot of cozies do this now, where they will they will they throw a recipe at the end. Right, like I read a cozy that was a, a pizza. Mm-hmm. I can't remember, like pepperoni Look, and death. The or recipe yeah. isn't the
0: problem. It's that it? Then keeps going. We'll have leftover pork roast for sandwiches tomorrow. <laughs> Does your dad like pork? He always says he's meat and potatoes, man. And I know mom used to fix pork a lot when I was growing up. Then I'll send a couple of slices. And it's just. It's just one of those like you have a nice dress I know you have a nice dress mm. I know I like your house I like your house just well I I wonder if uh, I wonder if like if you're a fan of these
1: series and these characters mm. if you would appreciate that they're not like focus on a mystery and are just like hanging out mm-hmm. shows like you know like a csi or something like that would yeah. occasionally do one that was just like about the characters <laughs> and not so much a mystery yeah. <laughs> and i wonder if that was like the goal here i don't know what i was gonna say about joanne fluke though is a lot of cozies now will will add will sprinkle in like a couple of recipes at the end but she was kind of the first to, to do that that was like yeah. her signature really early on so at the time i think it was kind of a clever and innovative thing
0: to do as far as like mm-hmm. shaking up the uh the cozies, yeah. but... uh One good reviewer like says, uh, I really hate the fact that this book was just bad. I was a big fan of Hannah Swenson books for many years. Uh, the last book in the series I read, blah, blah, blah. It finally got on my last nerve when the dreaded triangle. Uh And this one's a prequel. A lot of two stars and one stars. In a word, awful. This is the worst one of the entire series. But yet, I cannot quit. Oh, this poor guy. Yeah. So... He can't quit. He can't quit. Even after this. Yeah. one wow. star. He so. gave it a one star is going to keep yeah. coming back. This book takes good place when him. Hannah has just left college and is now living with her mother. So she hasn't decided to own her cookie shop. At the end of this, she's like, I think I'll start a bakery. Oh. Well, the good thing, though, is now you came in at the great point. So now you can, now start, can start with Now I can start with book from the beginning and I'll just, have all the answers. Yeah. yeah,
1: There are several Christmas ones. Yeah. She has several Christmas ones, Sophie, if that's, if yeah. that's what's in your heart. Good for you. How All right, but tell us a Hannah more. <laughs> I complimented Hannah. <laughs> is that how you're going to talk from now on? Yeah, I guess. That's yeah, like, that's great. All right,
2: but what do you what do you got about Snow Day Out? What what do you, what does you like? Um, well, it's Snow Way Out, okay. and it turns out there actually is a way out. Oh. so <laughs> that that plan words didn't okay. fully uh, translate for me sure. completely. Um, what I thought about this book, I. Actually, I was explaining to Nick earlier, I'm not the biggest reader. I don't um, always have a book to read. So when I was starting it, I was really into it and <laughs> really excited that I a was challenging myself by finishing a book and b like had kind of a, an end goal to talk about this book. So I was in it. And then I remember you saying we we're reading cheesy Christmas books. And the more I kind of had that in the back of my head, I realized, oh, the dialogue is a little cheesy. It's a yeah. little along the line. Of your book, Eric, with the dialogue <laughs> being like, "You are such a good friend," yeah. and you I always didn't write do things. this. It's not my book. <laughs> right. The tone was a little bit kind of um, yeah. cut and dry and by the number. But um, all that aside, I did uh, enjoy like I said, going on the ride of it. So um, Cammy has two best friends okay. and they're friends from high school. And I'm guessing that these girls are in their early 40s uh-huh. because one of the characters was um, adopted from Vietnam right after the Vietnam War. Okay. So if it put it in, it was written in 2015, so that'd make them in like early 40s. Okay. So that, that's what I'm guessing. And Cause they never specifically say mm. date or time or how old and all that. So that was a bit of a problem. I know that the whole story took place in two weeks. Oh. Right, the two weeks before um, Halloween. So <laughs> yeah, right, not at all Christmas, yeah. but yeah. you know, it's 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 a bit misleading. So right. I don't blame anybody. Um, the uh, so it follows Cameron. Um, she owns the store. Before she heads out after the snow globe making class, she finds <laughs> this snow globe. Okay, of a picture of a guy sitting on a bench in a park, slumped over, almost like he's sleeping. When she goes to the park, she runs across this exact scene that she had just seen depicted in the snow globe. And the scary thing about this snow globe is when she notices it as she's locking up the door it's the snow's moving. Uh-huh. So clearly this empty shop, somebody was there and had just moved. Oh, snow globe. Yeah. Ooh, right. Yeah. And that's in the very beginning of the book. Um, Scary. So then after that, we find out that the man that was killed on the bench is a local uh, burglar in town that had just gotten out of jail and everybody was really mm-hmm. afraid of. So there's kind of that motive of being like, okay, well he's gone. We don't have to worry about this guy terrorizing our town anymore but it's still a murder. I mean, yeah. it's still somebody's life was taken. Yeah. Cammie goes on a wild ride through it. Um, she's not really suspect. Everyone sees her as being an outstanding citizen. So she's never really in the throes of that, but there are the two best friends. There's this man in the shop that comes to always drink the coffee and hang around, loves the kids, and then two cops. There's the burglar's ex-wife and the burglar's current girlfriend. Oh. So we got, you know, we got a little love triangle in there too. <laughs> um, and then throughout, through it all, like there's kind of that tone of, um, I don't know, I don't want to say that it's very sexist mm-hmm. if I may, but it's kind of like the position of the men or the cops, the damsel in distress, um, just kind of the ranks of mm-hmm. that. I, it was, it was very clear that it was written with um, the very like specific, yeah. um, you know, roles that we play in society. But um, I have to say that Cammie does come out in the end as being a very strong leading female, which is very, you know, encouraging for people. I was a little disappointed by the end, I have to say. Just Just the resolution? The resolution. um, Should I just say what happens? I mean, I'm sure it's like... Mm. Yeah, let's not. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Well, the resolution being... um, they do figure out who the killer is but it's uh, kind of a happy ending and i, I just I, I have a problem uh, seeing it as a happy ending because somebody's life was still right, taken yeah. there's no other murders so uh, there's just this one that we're trying to figure out the whole time and the resolution was kind of like well we're all still friends and we're all just going to get along on anyway and i'm like no that's not how it works they're like right. somebody's life was taken you found a dead body like the trauma that would follow it i'd be more interested reading about that
1: okay. so uh, well, let me ask you this. did me saying we were reading cheesy books and like you having that in mm-hmm. your head did that help you like enjoy the book more sort of sort of just embracing that it is cheesy or did it make you did it like negatively impact? so you started thinking of it as cheesy?
2: No, I don't think that I was judging the fact that it was a cheesy book. I think having that in the back of my head, I, I kind of got why we were reading these yeah. murder mystery Christmas stories. Yeah. Um so I, I knew ooh, um, I knew that it was going to be kind of like a silly ride, but I I think anytime I read anything, and I'm, I'm kind of an easy critic when it comes to seeing shows and stuff like that. Like, I'm very easily impressed. I just let myself go and just kind of let it wash over me, and I was one of Cammie's friends. <laughs> I was a snow globe okay. um, patron and a coffee shop attendant, so I let <laughs> myself go. The dialogue is where I had the problem. Okay. It's like I could really see them setting up, the um the scene very nicely you know talking about the foliage of, Min- of minnesota and all that and then as soon as they started having dialogue i was like well i don't talk like that with my friends and a lot of people don't so that was <laughs> the, where i had the problem the most so that was a little cheesy but i don't think that the preconceived idea of us reading kitschy stories was going to help me judge it okay. i actually i enjoyed it good all right There you go. So this is, by again, by
1: Christine Houston. I just looked up. It is a three-book series. Wow. So Snow Way Out is book one, followed by The Iced Princess, and finally Frosty the Dead Man, which is (laughs) great. Okay. That's a great title. I mean, you can't... So they all sound like they're snowy and Christmassy, but maybe it's just the snow globe is all you need.
2: Right. Oh, and what I forgot to mention is I was actually kind of on the impression, and I know that famous saying, you can't judge a book by its cover. Mm -hmm. I mean, I kind of already did. The picture is a snow globe shop with a snow globe in the center. I had my impression was that she was going to be stuck in the snow globe, you know, and kind of like a smaller figure living in the world of the snow globe and then seeing the people outside. So I was kind of expecting that ride. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm hoping the next two books introduce that idea. (laughs) I think that'd be really neat. Um, because I have to say, I don't think that the snow globe aspect of it all was utilized <laughs> well enough. Okay. Yeah. I think that first image of her finding the snow globe w- with the snow moving was really cool. Mm-hmm. She finds one more made by the same person. Mm-hmm. And it's literally, I think just an afterthought being like, Oh no, um, we got to put another snow globe in there. Uh, have a, a cop walking through a park. And yeah. then she finds a cop walking through a park. It's like, well, you could find a cop walking through any park, right. you know? Yeah. So yeah. it wasn't a coincidence and that didn't tie in at all. Right. So that theme was a little weak for me. Mm.
1: Are you going to read The Iced Princess or Frosty Ooh, the Dead sorry, Man?
2: Buddy. I think I'm going to skip to Frosty the Dead Man. I, that's a good choice. Yeah. That's a
0: good choice. I would like the cover to be like a snow globe, but inside yeah. the snow globe it's like a crime scene. You, oh. know, you got the tape up. You got the chalk. Yeah. Marker, and he's like, why would this be a snow globe? Well, you ruined your Christmas present. I mean, that's ah.
1: a, Bo and I went in on it together, and we got that part. All right. So. Thanks. Yeah,
2: you're do welcome. Do people make custom?
0: I mean, yeah. I guess, yeah. Yeah, you can yeah, make, you custom, can make it, so.
2: yeah. Bo, it. Bo said the back of the book, tells yeah. you how to do it. Right. Yeah. All right. They explain the ingredients in the story, so you don't even <laughs> yeah. have to have the menu oh. in the back, but it's just there yeah. to remind yeah. you. Yeah, it's yeah. good. It's a nice refresher.
1: Well, I already know the answer to this, Bo, so I'm not even going to ask you whether or not this got you in the Christmas spirit. <laughs>
0: Eric, let me ask you. No. Did Did it feel Christmassy? No. It didn't. It didn't. Okay. I don't know. It didn't feel Christmas. I don't know what the point of this book was. Okay. I really don't. One for the fans, I guess. It, Except it, for that one guy who gave it one star. <laughs> I Like, reading it, There's no plot, like, from beginning to end. It's just them preparing for this cake thing. But, I I mean, there's never... I guess maybe... Is that the cozy thing, that there's very little obstacles in the way? Like, it's a Hallmark movie, so it's like people are pretty good at the beginning and they stay pretty good to the end?
1: Well, I I think in any good mystery... Part, part of the purpose of the mystery is yeah. to propel the characters right. and it, the main focus is is rarely like let's figure out this mystery it's kind of right. like to move the whole world along yeah. and I think uh, in cozy's I think the the balance of that has shifted a little bit even stronger mm-hmm. that the that the murderers really really it firm right. like second place to like the characters yeah. themselves so I, d- I do think that's an element of it but it sounds like this put the murder maybe at like third fourth well, fifth like position I said, it's a journal it's like entry the characters that delicious ham they were talking yeah. about grandma yeah. you know and then
0: maybe the murders yeah. Five or again six yeah the murder is 50 years ago in yeah. somebody's journal that happened to a person that isn't related to them it's just it's rough okay and it deals with like the idea of like finding your birth mother yeah. very like easily huh. i don't know it's just like he like character like their birth mother and they're just like oh wow was, you. was she imprisoned in a snow globe because no. that could oh, no okay. no right. i thought,
1: that. Thought maybe like a crossover but i guess not um yeah well that's what i, I mean i gotta give it up to rita may and uh, and sneaky pie brown because it, <laughs> it did i did not love this book yeah, I yeah you guys it, got
0: some heavy stuff I know compared I to wouldn't, this thing I, I would
1: not put this high on my list of like oh this is a great Christmas book uh-huh. though I am pretty lenient when it comes to like when I rate something that's a Christmas book I'm usually like this is three Christmas stars and maybe like one and a half uh, real okay. stars right, you know sure. what I mean but it yeah. was very Two stars Christ- a it was very Angel. Christmassy like <laughs> the snowy atmosphere and yeah. everybody you know bundling up and the decorations and stuff oh. it was very firmly set at Christmas yeah. so I'll, I'll give her props All for right, that I didn't have that uh, I know you're not going to read more of this no. I don't see myself reading any more of this series yeah. as well. I'm going to read like both books. Really I know. I was just going to say, <laughs> if if we had to vote on one, I <laughs> yeah. think we would all maybe go with Snow Way Out. Yeah. So. His Halloween book. Yeah. That was yeah. clever.
0: I
2: should have read a Halloween book during Christmas. So it was actually set around Halloween. Like it was... Yeah. The culmination is a Halloween party. Yeah. Uh, literally. And actually... 2 days before Halloween. Yeah, that's how you
0: celebrate Christmas.
2: Right. <laughs> I mean, it's confusing. You, you the, the title is Snow Way Out. And yeah. the other thing about it, like I was saying, there is a way out. Yeah. There literally has it has so little to do with snow globes, except for the fact that she's working in a snow globe shop and yeah. every now and then she'll dust them. But she spends more time in Brew Haha next door, the coffee shop. Mm. Mm. So most that's of it should, great be, name. Yeah, great it should be Yeah, it should be called like I don't know, Brew I don't know yeah. something or something more more coffee centric yeah because okay. yeah. 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 so, that's a little less confusing brew as far as ma-ha-ha-ha. yeah mahahahaha yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. brew way out yeah I, mean, I would take it I'll take okay. my coffee right. black hearted you know and there's no... <laughs> that's pretty good thank you <laughs> there's nothing that says fall or anything about yeah. this cover either it's all like whites and pastel. hey Christmas cake
0: has nothing to do with murder in you're this right. book you're right so it's Christmas oh, I do cake like murder that,
2: Cammy Brooks is about to have her whole world turned upside down. Like a snow globe, yeah. Because a
1: snow globe, do you have one? Well, have one what? My, do you have a, uh, a tagline? My tagline is, it takes
0: a cat to write the perfect mystery. <laughs> Thank
1: uh, you. Look at that
0: cat. Cute it's Christmas cat. many years ago when topping young Hannah Swenson's wish list is becoming the go-to baker in Lake Eden, Minnesota. But as Hannah finds out, revisiting holiday memories can be murder oh uh, yeah it's long so all right that's a hannah like... swenson holiday mystery with west recipes no,
1: That's all not right good
0: hmm. hmm yeah okay well kirkus says a blackberry pie murder lake eden's favorite character H- hannah swenson finds herself on the wrong end of the police investigation flukes good nature 19th installment that's not really a review yeah they're like oh kirkus described the book yeah yeah so that's yeah
1: that's true that's not a review yeah. All right. So <laughs> I, I think we're all pretty much in agreement that Bo's book seemed like it was the best. Yeah. Mine was in second position. Yeah. Yours and seems
0: yours, bonkers. It was. It that's was bonkers. Yeah. yeah.
1: That's what propelled it. I'm yeah. sorry that I missed the book club. Yeah. I wanted to know what other people thought yeah. here in the library. And yours was the stinker, the clunker. Yeah. Yeah. That I Christmas cake
0: was burned. It, Nobody wanted it, it. It was like I was reading it and like halfway through, I'm like, I still have
2: 50%. It, it like hurt my brain to realize I had to read more. Yeah. So I, the, the thing that did, did, did frustrate me a little bit about snow way out <laughs> is the fact that it is a murder mystery. So you're constantly recounting the details yeah. that happened. Yeah. So it'd be every chapter would be like, okay, now I had time to sit and think about <laughs> what just happened. It's yeah. like, I know we just read it. Can yeah. we move forward? Yeah. So a lot of the beginning of the chapters would start off of recounting the previous chapter, which is fine in a series, but I, I want to just keep going. Yeah, yeah. It could have been a little bit shorter for my liking. Yeah.
1: Well, hopefully we'll do better next year on our second <laughs> annual Christmas yeah. book club. Yeah. You know, maybe what we should do we should All get right. the next book in each of these series oh. and just pass them around
2: oh, the yeah. table a Yankee the frosty, swap. The Frosty the Snowman, the Frosty the Snowman, the third series of the Snowman, Frosty the Snowman. The Dead Man. Yeah. Frosty Dead Man, excuse me, that must be a Christmas centric one. Yeah,
1: I would think so. Yeah, I would yeah. think so. I didn't see the. Uh, no, somebody just
0: dresses up as Frosty for Halloween. Right. Or
1: <laughs> yeah. Frosty yeah. 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 Uh. Well. Yeah well we did it Yep, we did it anyway right. and i think we're all better and more yeah. christmasy for it yeah what a christmas eve this has been yeah absolutely <laughs> absolutely all right well thanks everybody for doing this i feel like i'm the one who forced this on you eric so i don't know what happened yeah yeah. I, I
0: remember i came up to you and said what if we all read a different one that's true but why would i have said that you yeah you're the one who did you're the one who found that yeah. book it was like i was possessed for a second yeah. by
1: the spirit so. of christmas i guess yep, <laughs> yep. That must be it. All right. All right. Uh, well, Bo, if you're back next year, we, we're doing it again. Oh, I, I think you. it's just, it's made. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, Bo. Hey, thanks for
2: having me. Good to be back. Yeah.
1: Woo. That was fun. A Christmas stinker was had by Whoa. all.
2: <laughs> <Sorry>. Yeah. <laughs> Rotten
1: eggnog. Uh, you're right. You're right. right. How
0: many pooper related Christmas jokes can we make? Huh. huh. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, uh, like I said, I did mm-hmm. read a couple of good Christmas books, so it wasn't all hanging uh, on the thin neck of Sneaky Pie Brown for me. <laughs> but yeah. I know it did not leave a good taste for Christmas books in your mouth. Yeah. And Bose was a Halloween book, so yeah. you know, all bets <laughs> are off. Knows. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I mean, end of the year, we don't really have a lot of library news here. That's usually when we share library news at uh, this segment. So, yeah, I, I mean, will just tell you that the book club is currently reading What Alice Forgot by Leah mm-hmm. Moriarty. We're going to discuss that mid-January, so mm-hmm. you can stop in and check out a copy.
0: We're showing the movie Axel yep. uh, January 11th as our first after-school movie of 2019. Axel, if you saw any of the previews, is a military robot dog that is found by a teenage boy, and it's just a boy and his dog story, except also the dog can turn into like a scape board launcher pretty good uh also they gotta they gotta go on the run because the government's like that's our robot dog yeah. and he's like no we gotta get him to this robot sanctuary or something <laughs> i don't know well so, it sounds pretty good to me yeah if you liked monster trucks
1: we've got a our first concert of the year eloise and company is going to be on january 10th at seven o'clock in the wait auditorium. a second
0: oliver and company is about a cat in his uh, company my cat's name is eloise. eloise yes is eloise about to have a disney-like adventure Maybe. All right. I don't know. And
1: then our first senior movie of the year is on January 22nd at 2 o'clock, and we're showing more American graffiti. Uh. And that's pretty much it for Library News. I mean, of course, we're going to be open, so please stop in, check out books, check out audiobooks, check out DVDs. Yeah. I don't know if you're aware, but we have a great DVD collection curated by this guy over here. DVDs, CDs, audiobooks, video games, book books. Book. book 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 books. <laughs> Jeez. So yep. Good times. Book good book book books. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Next week we're going to come back with the end of year wrap. Talk about all of our favorites from the past yeah. year. And after that, it's Leanne Moriarty.
0: Yeah. Nick really meant we are both coming with an individual wrap that we have yeah. written. Yeah. Uh, with I think they with understood. a beat. I so. think they understood that yeah, I meant about the end of the cool year. Rap. So. The year started in the winter and ended in the winter. No, yeah. that's just bad. Sorry, I'm yeah, not gonna. Right. It won't sound like that. Okay, We're shopping. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next
1: time.